This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally, Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, business storytellers. How's it going? Christoph Trapp here, your host and author of Content Performance Culture. Another live stream coming your way. Looks like we're live Twitter, Periscope, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So hopefully you'll join wherever you are. Um, Today's episode, we want to go behind the scenes of another podcast. When I listen to most weeks, uh, sometimes they call me a power listener. I am not sure I like that term, but we can dive into why they insist on using that terminology. Um, and so this show is the Marketing O'Clock Podcast. And you can actually, I'm going to change the lower 30 of marketingclock.com. It's available on all the different channels. Of course, um, I listen on Google Podcasts for the most part. Um, That's currently my favorite. And so I thought we should have those guys come on this show and talk about how did the thing start? Watch this. If you're watching on the live stream, I actually created a little graphic with the agenda. So uh, I'm going to on the back for that if you want to learn how to do things like that. Uh, Really quickly, switcherstudio.com, of course, is the platform I use. Switcherstudio.com, use Trap one Uh, I think it's a month off or something like that. So um, don't quote me, but it's an awesome platform um, to produce these shows. So today's guest, we'll bring him on here from the wonderful green room. I think it looks like they're comfortable enjoying the the drinks that we're offering here on the Business Storytelling Podcast. Um, Greg Finn and Jez Budd. And um, so let's bring him on here. Guys, how are you doing? Doing great. Doing wonderful. (laughs) Thanks for having us on. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for coming on. That one super quick. I think I heard somebody say something about the, the show last week, and I thought, we, we should really talk about that. Uh, why did you start it? Uh, certainly, it has grown quite a bit over the years, right? I mean, you're, you guys are worldwide. Yeah, <laughs> across the globe, they say. Yeah, I, we've, we've done this now on a weekly basis in, in different iterations for 147 weeks straight. So almost three years wow. uh, launching every Friday and we haven't missed a single Friday. So mm-hmm. that's how long we've been doing it. And it's had a few different iterations, but it's kind of found a, a sweet spot in the podcasting space. And then also a, a video show as well, where as, as you mentioned, Christoph, we're a little, um, I guess, sassy with some stuff. And we put in a bunch of different images as well. So we started it back in the beginning. And Jess, if you want to talk about your favorite part when we were doing this um, live, I know that was oh, one of your favorites. It, it was not my favorite. It was so high pressure, but I feel like that kind of helped because when this initially started, it was just an internal initiative at our agency, Cypress North, just to get more content out regularly and you know keep our clients and our followers up to speed on what was going on in digital. But we took it really seriously in the beginning and we, I mean, it was a produced video and we sat there with scripts and we, you know, were recorded and it was edited and it just took forever. So then to Greg's point, we decided let's just do it live. And it was terrifying, I think, but at a certain point you just forget that you're doing it live and you just kind of roll with the punches. And 
and go through, but it just, it has definitely transitioned a lot. Now it's, you know, went from a live stream to a podcast, which Greg mentioned does have video, but the whole podcast, I think came out when we were just doing a mic check before one of the, the live shows in the beginning. And we were just kind of like shooting the heck and, and talking about whatever. And we're like, Oh, this could just be fun if we had microphones and weren't so nervous and rigid. And it, it just kind of evolved from there, but it's definitely, it's been a journey and I can't believe it's already been three years. It just, it feels like that. Yeah, it's wild. That, that means you guys are old in podcasting. Right? <laughs> uh, and in real life. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, nobody's getting younger. Um, so why don't you do it live anymore, though? So for us, there was a lot of pressure doing it live. And one of the things, like, really, we have a few different mantras with the show. And, and the gist of it is we recap all the digital marketing news from the week and then we kind of don't necessarily care about the news as much as it being something that kind of brings a smile to people's face and, and informs and entertains. So um, we really want to make sure we have like a little bit of editing in case something goes off the rails. It's just like we're we really want to make sure that everything is, is absolutely correct that we put out there. And, and a good example is I was talking about another power listener like yourself, Christoph, Glenn Gabe last week, and I was talking about um, something that he was misquoted in. And I said, the New York Times, and I meant to say Wall Street Journal. And it's just one of those things where it goes out and I don't want to say that. And it gives us a little bit of time to fact check. And then we also do some bumpers and things like that. And when we watch the videos, there's a lot of actually images that go into that that are kind of fun and, and really add. So for those reasons, we and everybody's lives are different. We like having something out at the same time. Every Friday morning for the past 147 weeks, you could wake up and have a podcast. And and that's something um, that's just hard to do live as well. Like people have lives and stuff. Yeah. And I, so I always, they do. And, and I ask because um, I didn't want to do live for a long time. And then I, I, I almost do every episode live now. And the reason I do that is because they actually get a good amount of traction, you know, hundreds and hundreds of views. Now, maybe not like thousands of what you guys get, but but people watch the live shows and most of them watch them on the replay. Um, and every and the other thing, and you guys, for you guys, it doesn't matter. But sometimes when I ask people on, you know, um, they know we're live. So we're not editing it. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want it on air, don't say it on the air. And hopefully <laughs> we can we can catch mistakes. Um, but when you first started it, how did you um, how did you distribute it to clients? Like, was it internal or was it always public? So. We first started it just basically on YouTube and we're mm -hmm. like, we're going to do this video show. And to Jess's point, we looked like deadpan anchors, right? Like we were like, like Dan Rather and she's Tom Brokaw <laughs> or something like that. And so we're out there just sitting there straight doing this. And then it, we'll have to send some or something and maybe you can retweet it out when you, when, when this, it, it goes to podcast form, but it was just something that we were trying to say, here's the news. And instead of typing all these things up, we could just read through these things and then add our two cents and be like, well, here's it from like a practitioner standpoint. Here's it from an agency standpoint. And then to Jess's point, you know, what, when we were stopped from shooting, we're just like, you know what, this feature really stinks. Who would use this? Like, why are they doing this? And then Jess would chime back and we go back and forth and we just like entertain ourselves while somebody's moving the camera around or something. And then we're, we're noticing that Sammy was like just laughing. It's like, this is really good. Um, so we're just like, let's just do that and make it more about entertainment. So, you know, that's, that's again, one of the reasons we did it is just 
instead of writing every time about what's happening on the week, we could do that. It's just so much easier to have a conversation and just talk about why something works or why it doesn't. I mean, it certainly is entertaining the way you guys go back and forth, even though the first time I um, I listened, I was like, oh, they're really kind of picking on each other quite often. Um, and there is actually another podcast. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's um, a, a football podcast that I listen to. And they really pick on each other, like, like for real. And it's like, I'm like, talk about the game, talk about the team. So you guys have a nice balance, but it's not... It's not so formal, right? It's not just you're, you're not just reading the news to me. You're not just Tom, Tom Brokaw or whoever. Yeah, no, I mean, people can read the news themselves, right? I mean, yeah. we're there to give you the highlights. And then if there's something that interests you, you can then, you know, check our show notes. We link to everything and people can read further. But I think there's just a ton of value, as Greg said, in our take on things, right? Because we do do this every day. So to be able to then banter about it a little, maybe we poke fun at each other and also ourselves, like, that's really where the fun is, right? Anybody can regurgitate the news, but that's that's boring. You could just read it in the first place. So how did you come up with a tone? Like, how do you, you know, how, I mean, was that intentional to have a little sass in there? Or, you know, how, how did you come up with that? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's it just, I guess, as a company, you know, I, I think, A, we all really care about each other and like being around each other. And that's sort of just what we do you know, in general is just have, have a good time and laugh. And, you know, you know, our Slack is a, is a nightmare for HR, but, you know, we're just like having a good time. And, you know, when, when you're asking for somebody's attention, I think it's important that, yeah, everything's accurate. Like we talked about, but you, you look forward to it, right. That it's, and Jess, you know what I say and repeat all the time about the show is that nobody cares about the news. I say that like every week. Like, every week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like people really want to know, but you know, they just need to like hear it. And then they really probably care more about just like a laugh. And especially, I mean, this past year has been, we need laughs, you know, and it's, it's just the tone I think is who we are. I don't know, Jess, would you disagree with that? No, that was actually exactly what I was going to say. We didn't really invent the tone. It just is our tone. And that's why, again, in the beginning, we, we felt a little robotic because we were just reporting things. And then when we opened up and were able to be ourselves, the tone kind of, it, it was already there. It's just us. It's just like being in a meeting with us, maybe a little less formal. What's interesting, so you talk about Slack, and uh, I think you work with Jill, right? Jill Fecker? Yep, Jill Fetcher, uh, Fetcher, former guest on the show. Big so, fan, too. So she, um, so she actually, uh, she posted a picture of her workspace, and and I think she said, "This is Slack, where my team cracks me up all day long." <laughs> and uh, so, is, your Slack is like the commercial. Uh, I, I heart emoji work with you, love working with you, and I poop emoji with somebody else. Or <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know the commercial? <laughs> you know the commercial though. <laughs> actually, no, I, I have not seen it, but it sounds a lot more. Uh... Well, we don't really do the poop emoji a lot, yeah. but we heart a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, lots, of lots of gifs and lots of uh, shade thrown around. I, I do use the poop emoji every once in a while because that stands for crap content, which also stands for content really annoying to people. Hopefully um, people don't think that on this show. So the other thing what's interesting about you guys mentioned, and I'd be interested to hear how you uh, pivoted from that. I grew up in journalism, and the first time I did anything live was actually truly on TV, network TV. And, you know, you're kind of trained. This is how you're supposed to sound. This is how you're supposed to look. And now when I started using Switcher Studio, what happened is um, I did it like a TV show. 
like constant changes and so instead like now it's just the three of us right we're just on the screen i'm not pushing any buttons every once in a while i push my mute button um and, and we're just talking but i used to just flip around all the time like they do it on tv because that's how i thought it should happen but nobody cares right in fact it's stressful so how what are your tips for people to stop thinking about these traditional ways of doing anything and just do what works and and, and do you i guess I mean, that's really hard to answer. I think, I think honestly, though, you know, one of the, one of the things, and this is going to sound super cliche, but seeing, just trying a bunch of things and, and seeing what fails and kind of going that opposite direction, you know, from a standard news show, nobody would really listen to us. I don't think, um, I don't think it's, I don't think people actually want that, you know, and then we'd even tried other things as well. We would do a deep dive on a certain topic and, we would go deep into like a Google ads pay for conversions when it launched. And we'd go through and we'd dive into how it worked and we'd go through the ins and outs. And it was like this, A, has, gets less listens than our normal shows. And we're like consistent. We are consistent with the same product every Friday. And we've kind of abandoned things that kind of blatantly didn't work. Um, so, I mean, I think that that's probably my answer. I don't know, Jess, would you say anything different there? Yeah, no, I mean, I think especially now, this is just, you know, specific to 2020, hopefully not too far into 2021, but it's a very remote world too. So I feel like anything that you wanted to produce, you can still only produce as much as you have everybody in a separate room or possibly a separate location. So anything that you can do to liven it up and make it more fun, even if it's more casual, I think... You know, like Greg said earlier, people need a smile now. So if you watch our the YouTube version of our show, it's just us. And then there might be a stupid image that is just like something silly we're talking about that Greg just pops over it. And there's not like these amazing animation effects to swirl it in. There's no caption. It just is there. And I, that makes it fun. I think I wouldn't want anything, you know, more Hollywood than that. And to go one step further to it, like to the fail side of things. I don't think people like listening to me, to be frank. Like when Jess <laughs> went out on maternity leave, uh, we had Shep, Christine on our team who came in and took Jess's spot and really kind of ran with it. And to the point that we're like, all right, you lead this thing. You're better um, at this and you're funnier and let's do that, you know, and I can just be fact checking or something. So, I mean, I think it's it's just kind of seeing what goes and, and, what people enjoy and just like being honest with everything and, and, you know, adapting constantly. And so what do you think is better to, to consume? I know I'm going to ask you to pick your favorite child here, but I listen on the podcast channels and quite honestly, like, I don't really know who is who sometimes, right? Jess, I didn't like, I don't, you know, he could have brought Chep on and I would have never known the difference because I don't usually <laughs> see your faces. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So and I, I like the podcast. I got it playing in the background. Um, but what's the which one do you prefer? Do you get more out of it if you watch the, the, the video or um, the podcast? And, and I know there are different audiences. But if you take that aside, what's uh, what, what would you recommend? Uh, I mean, on a personal level, 
I like the YouTube and I was there, right? So I don't need to watch it, but I just, I used to listen to the podcast version every week, you know, while I was commuting to work just to hear how it played back. But ever since we've been home and even now that we're back commuting, I'm going to keep sticking with the YouTube. I just, I think, especially with the casual vibe and the banter, sometimes we make faces and you just don't get that in podcast mm -hmm. form. Sometimes we say out loud, like, Hey, I'm rolling my eyes for those of you listening. And I just think there's, there's more, more fun, more entertainment value to the YouTube, but at the same time, you still get everything that you need out of the podcast. And if that's how you prefer to consume things, you know, you're not missing anything except next level silly and maybe a helpful graphic here and there. That's just me. Yeah. Awesome. So since you have a news show, how, how does the show, so we're talking about a topic here and I mean, people can learn from this, you know, even past next week. Uh, I don't even know what day it is. Wednesday, I guess. <laughs> um, it, it's someday. So how, how about the shelf life? I mean, is it, do you ever worry about that or that's, you're truly a news show. We cover what's new this week. Yes, we make it fun. Uh, and, and we don't expect people to listen to this after next week or maybe people do. Yeah, I mean, the, the crazy thing is people do, but I would mm -hmm. go out on a limb and say this is the absolute worst way that anybody can make a podcast. <laughs> um, is it the worst way? Yeah, this is 100% that we have seven days later, there's a show completely replacing it with new information. So, I mean, who's going to go back and look at what happened in July, you know, midweek July 2020 in digital marketing news? I know the answer. Nobody. And like, it's, it just really limits what, like what your reach is from that standpoint, because it's not like a focus show, you know, where if you're out there putting out a show covering Barry Schwartz and podcasts, making it into organic search that can live on and be helpful for a much longer time than, you know, seven days. And again, surprisingly people do go back and it seems like you, like, there looks like there's trends where somebody finds us and then goes back and we see these, these episodes kind of um, pop up. And then we are also on search engine journal, which is fantastic. And we and get good traffic there, but it is not the way to do something. This is like, and then the other thing to compound <laughs> it is we kind of just have fun, even with like the titles of the show. So the titles are always really silly puns and just things that we think are entertaining. Um, but they're not to rank or not to get traffic. It's just, we just amuse ourselves with it. And, you know, again, but again it's like, we'll get tweets being when, <laughs> when Shep comes up with a, a great mean girls title and is like, we do, people are like, oh my gosh, literally lolling at this mean girls reference from this. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's sort of really embodies who we are. So the shelf life is awful. I would not go this way unless you're willing to not get listeners for, a good 127 episodes. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's, you, you know, now podcasts are ranking more and more. And I know you guys talked about that. I think that's the one I send you in a, in a voice message. Um, mm -hmm. That's actually one. And I know, I think you guys don't edit an anchor, but, but that's one way. If you do a podcast, uh, encourage people to send you a voice message and anchor does that anchor.fm um, automatically. And if you edit an anchor, what's cool about it is, um, I get a notification when the episode publishes because Anchor says the little thing you send in just published and they send you a link. So that's uh, it's kind of another neat feature and, and Anchor produces and, and uh, publishes all the um, to all the different channels. So super easy to use. And that's what I use as well. Um, so 
going forward though, I mean, so you're going to keep doing a news show. Um, how do you make content decisions? And I mean, you, you guys cover all kinds of things and I, I do listen for some of the news. So I don't just listen for the banter as much fun as it is. Um, but I, I do hear new things I didn't know. Right. And so how do you decide what to get on there? Or do you get everything on there? Or do you ever cut something? Or are you guys like the, the, the um, old school newspaper editors who are sitting in the editorial meeting and saying, this is not newsworthy. This is not newsworthy. No, we decide what's new. You know what I'm talking about? Like, how does that go? You're giving us way too much credit. (laughs) 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 We're all like on Twitter and we look at things. And I mean, there's some good sources on basically how, but we put links in a Slack channel and then we emoji them with a check or an X. Like that's how we decide what makes it on. Um, but I mean, I think I think I, for like an honest answer, um, one of the, the biggest, I guess, sources of inspiration was when I was working at Search Engine Land um, with Danny Sullivan and Barry Schwartz. Barry is an absolute monster at mm-hmm. this. And the way that he would go through and anytime a news article came through, it used to be email. And then we went over to Slack and everything would come through in just such an automated way. And then it would be a decision as to whether or not to include it or not. So again, we kind of go through and we'll roughly decide what might make it. And then we'll talk through some of the kind of funnier things and see what we think is going to hit and what's not um, and go from there. So you do kind of have an editorial meeting. I mean, with the, you gave X's and Slack, but how, <laughs> I mean, kind of, you're not arguing over the conference room table, but you know, uh, I mean, we're not even in offices most of the time now. Um, and how often do you not use something? I mean, is there a lot of things that get that that are on the the cutting room floor? Yeah, I mean, again, I think I think that that Danny and Barry again at least had a lasting impact on me to say, hey, where's the marketing angle to this? And yeah. a lot of things you could be like, oh, Instagram changed this button around. And if it's something like that, we might just say, let's mention it quick and just put quick in there, and just so that people know that there's something major. Now, if there's a marketing implement, implement, implementation that can happen, then we're probably going to talk about it and really highlight it. So that's, to me, what is, is most important is, is can people use this to better their efforts? Yeah, absolutely. What's interesting about the button comment, though, um, I just wrote an article not too long ago about Instagram Reels was working. Um, and you had to kind of go around a little bit of a hack to, to get it to work. 90,000 views. Um, just a little stupid article on why Instagram wasn't working and why you should care as the brand manager. Um, so it's it, it, right because people people ask, they're like, hey, how come Instagram Reel is not working? Why are we doing it? It's so it's yeah, it's it's interesting, but that's a good strategy. How do you, um, oh, that's my train of thought here. Content decisions, we talked about that, shelf life. Oh, do you transcribe things? I mean, do you have a transcript? I mean, sometimes it does feel like you guys are, I don't want to say rehearse, but it feels very much like, you don't say what I just said. Oh, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to ask you? Like, you know, it's like the jokes are coming. I mean, 
We we definitely say that, but Greg cuts it out. He's our editor. Um, no, I mean, we have notes. We prep every week and we write down. Some of us are, are better than others. I'm very much like I'm going to write every word that I think I'm going to say. Maybe I won't say it, but I have to get my thoughts on paper first. But everybody kind of has a different process. And, and then we can all see each other's notes, too. So we try not to look at them because then we know what the jokes are going to be. But, yeah, there's definitely a, a little bit of, of scripting and, and note taking ahead of time. But you know, some people, they just go off the rails, even if they have a script written, I won't name names, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think, I think that's one of the, the pros to editing. Obviously the negatives are that, you know, Facebook video is far inferior to, you know, when it's, it's not live, obviously, mm-hmm. but you can really shine that product up. And we've been, unfortunately, before COVID in an office that was, had trains going by and had people throwing things on the, the floor above us. And I mean, it was a, like a zoo at this office. And so people didn't want to hear that. And, you know, even last week, my neighbor started cutting a tree down right outside the door. Of and course. it's like, I don't want that in here. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think there's a good bit of that where we'll hit a couple of main points. And then for each show, we try to do something that, or for each story, we try to do something that, again, can either have an interesting hook as to how people can use it or bring a smile to somebody's face. And then, you know, to, to the fact that, that we talk about you as a power listener, and if we see something that you've launched, it's like, all right, let's talk about that. So I about Christoph and he found... Um, that Amazon Music is bringing podcasts on. And we'll talk about that. And then we'll tag you in tweets and say, and we cover this and this and this. And I think that goes a long way too. I know that's a little bit besides the question, but we really, like a lot of the community in digital marketing, I'd say, you know, in specific to probably SEO and PPC, I'd say more so than others. You've got some really rigid folks out there and Mm -hmm. it's a bunch of you know, a bunch of frowns, not smiles and things like that. Right. So like, I just think if, if we're lifting everybody up and talking and, you know, mm-hmm. having a good time and everybody's just having fun, that that's, that, that, that means something, you know, we've like, we talk like Andrea Cruz all the time and it's like, I've never met her, but I feel like, like she's a BFF of mine. So yeah, you feel like, you know, her at this point. Right. Well, you guys have been power guests on this show. Um, w- great conversation so far. So when I'm when Amazon um, Music, when you talked about that, uh, that reminded me Amazon Live. I don't think that's brand new, but I just covered, uh, discovered it. And you can basically do your own uh, infomercial on Amazon. So I'm going to try that a couple times. We'll see how it works. I'm not really an infomercial guy. Buy this book now. Buy it now. It's only. 20% off for five more seconds. I don't know if it's going to work. And I also can't use that video in multiple channels. That kind of bothers me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I can repurpose it. You might need to pause this podcast because I think QVC is on the line over your house. <laughs> they're, they're calling. They're saying, is this the only way you, you wear your hair, Christoph, or any other options? And I say, yep, that's, this is it. Um, Pro so, tip uh, for free shipping. <laughs> um, so... Cypress North, of course, you started it for clients, but what, like, what kind of, what do you do? What's the company? Yeah, so we uh, are kind of like a three-legged stool where we do a lot of digital marketing. We have 10 digital marketers here. We do a lot of web development, and then we do design um, from just web design to photography, videography, all that. Um, But, you know, on the content side, we really kind of 
uh, I'd say one of our strengths is, is digital marketing. We do a lot of um, kind of content that you can see. Uh, Shep wrote a book on Google Ads that's coming out. There's you can get it all on our website. Um, we've got a bunch of guides. So we're you know anything kind of digital and then even off off of you know the internet, we we can usually do that pretty well. And so when the book comes out, make sure you put it on Amazon, and then she can do an infomercial talking about the book. And I know that sounds kind of silly and funny, but I'm actually going to plan that tomorrow. So I have an Amazon. So if you're watching on the live stream, I'm trying an Amazon Live, and I will talk or read. I haven't decided yet. I don't like reading my own book, quite frankly. But talk about the first chapter, and then I'm going to remind you to buy the book. Buy, 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 20% off. But I don't know if that's going to work, and it's a new strategy for me. But um, something, something to consider. Um, how about so? Of course, um, those are marketing services. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, white brush here, I guess. But what other um, companies do you think could do a podcast to keep their clients um, updated? I mean, could that be could be any industry, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, as as long as to me, I think it's anything where experience really matters, right? And it can be as, as small of a destination. I mean, a, a good example is we know somebody um, out in Montana, uh, Kyle Pucko, and he does a, a real, a, like a show for realtors and buying and selling homes in a certain portion of Montana. And it's, it's valuable and people can see it. And then, you know, it's, again, it's content that you have to push out there in your newsletter. And quite frankly, if you can speak and you know what you're talking about, it's easier to do than other types of content, right? Like you're just talking about download the Anchor app, edit everything right in there and come up with just a game plan. And if you're a real estate agent, you just say, here are the X things we're going to cover. And it's, well, here's what you need to know about mm-hmm. mortgages. Here's what you need to know the current situation in the market and why things are selling above and what the average, it's just like, if you are trying to show expertise and expertise matters and somebody choosing you, I think it is definitely a viable, um, a viable outlet. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I, I, I like how people are just, they're just talking, right? It's much easier to talk about something for half an hour than to, you know, write a 5,000 word article that has to go through approval hell and then still ends up being um, close to the chocolate, swirly chocolate ice cream emoji um, when you're all done with it. Um, Guy, so one final question. I know we've had the the URL up here, marketingoclock.com. And we did have Brandon Mulligan on the show before uh, who launched podpage.com where he helps uh, people uh, create a podcast page super quickly, like automagically, basically, once it's set up. Uh, Talk to me about why do you need a a podcast podcast website uh, and and why did you you create it? Yeah, I mean, it's... Obviously, people can go to, to to Apple or Google Podcasts and find things, but there's only so much you want to say, let's just let Google rank these things and let's just hope it finds it. You know, like I, I, I am a big, big fan and Jess is probably pl- plugging your ears right now, but you build on your own land, <laughs> right? And so if you're just hoping that something like iTunes is going to get you traffic, like you can put your personality and you can explain what's happened. We have Twitter handles, you know, that are our, our own Twitter handles, but having a website and we built ours um, specifically, it's a custom WordPress build where you can instantly play from any page. 
for us, getting people subscribed is sort of our currency because we are such a, um, a kind of cyclical show. But being able to do that and dictate it on something that you control is always huge. That's, you know, if you listen to the show, we always kind of whine and we give that, um, that emoji you're talking about and throw it all over something like a Facebook group. But, you know, it's just because you don't have as much control. And so that's something that we love. And I'd, I'd be 100% with Brandon on that. Yeah. And so I didn't hear you swear, Greg. So I don't know why Jess um, had to plug her ears. Why, why, did you ha- why did you plug your ears? Oh, just I'm just so used to that line. I mean, oh. it's like, build on your life. But it's true, right? I mean, I, I jokingly plug my ears, but you should open them. It's good advice, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't disagree with that. Um, guys, it was great to have you on the show. Thanks for sharing your insights. Um, and, you, you know, good luck keeping the podcast going. It's been fun to listen to, even though if you have to call me a power listener, um, I won't argue with you too much. You've been a, you've been power guests for real. Good stuff. We don't usually have uh, two guests on here, so I'm glad that worked. Um, and yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for sharing your insights. Thanks, thanks for, so having much us. for having us. Yep. Yeah, you bet. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.